Hello. Check. Check one, two. Check one, two. One, two, three, four. It is 8.29 a.m. Thursday, October 31st, 2019. I'm currently driving along Camberton Road up to 113. It is Halloween, everybody. Halloween. It's been a while. And the days are going by like candles in the wind. As Tom Petty, rest in peace, would say. And I got nothing to report. I mean, nothing. And this is quotidian, everyday, run-of-the-mill, humdrum existence. I didn't say it was bad, but, I mean, you basically, like, print, stamp, print, every day is kind of like a facsimile of the one before it. Minor variations. Um... Yeah, no auditions, really. Nothing. I'm not booking anything. I'm like solidly 38 Irish Catholic white dude that, you know, nobody wants a piece of this, man. I'm not a minority. I'm not a female. I'm not woke. I'm not young. I'm not very attractive at all anymore. It's like, welcome. No one gives a shit about you. Work harder. No one cares. Um, and no one's, yeah, no one's, I'm not getting hired. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have, I have a job, thank, I mean, I have a job, a real job, as my father would say. You gonna keep doing this, uh, plays and stuff, or? I remember when I was, uh, bartending back in East Falls. Like, it was honestly, like, I'd run into, like, friends of mine, I won't say names, but friends of mine from grade school and high school that still stayed in the area and became firefighters. Like, real people, real jobs, real professionals. Firefighters, uh, police officers, some cases lawyers, very rare cases doctors, people with, you know, academic kind of stuff. They never, they weren't at a bar every night. But if you're a lieutenant in the fire department, in a really low activity area, you know, not you don't catch fire all the time because people like you know take care of their houses. And then yeah, you can make you can make a decent amount of money as a lieutenant in the Philadelphia Fire Department if you're at a station that doesn't catch a lot of fire. Yeah. And thank God we have that public utility, but you're getting paid decent to basically sit around. I'm not going to say they, they don't have to like stay in shape and do drills and all that shit, but, and then they have to actually risk their lives if something is on fire. So there is always that sort of Damocles dangling overhead. But, um, that's it. <laughs> you know, taking care of the kitties. Uh, dying to do some kind of acting. I'd love to get cast in like a like a small. And then here's where like my brain needs to kickstart itself. My brother John was better about this. Just write something and direct it and put it together, and you don't even need that much money to do it. And you don't. Um, my brother John was really good at getting things done. I was good at showing up and doing it, but but that that whole initial. In a lot of ways, my younger brother John is is older than me and maturity ways and stuff like that. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. 
I got lost for an extended sojourn in the ghetto of drunkenness and wallowing in self-pity and fear and doubt and naughty lumps of guilt and self-hatred and years just being like oh nothing's happening well fucking nothing's happening because no one wants to hire the dude that's like oh nothing's happening kickstart your brain look on the sunny side that's when things started popping off for me and they will again I still think and this is the delusion of my my mom used to say about my dad my dad would be like yeah, I never had a bad day in my life because my dad the way he describes his relentless bizarre like indefatigable optimism as he describes it as like a wire that goes from the heavens down to the back of his brain through his through his skull to the back of his cerebellum into his nervous system which is a, which is a, a direct energy line a transmission if you will of pure optimism no matter what that's how he describes it I got the wire dark I got the wire oh yeah I got cut off there because I had to I unplugged the phone from the doesn't matter to some a lesser extent, I think I do too. I got. I still think my best days are ahead of me. Um, <laughs> Shakadoga. Hope everyone has an awesome Halloween. Um, I know I am. It's gonna be great. It already is great. Um, one thing though, I was at the Planet Fitness, so, and you're gonna hear me order some McDonald's. Just one second. Yes, sir. May I have two hash browns? Sure can. Anything else? Two sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins. Okay. That's it. 1013, please pull the first drive out the window. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I was at Planet Fitness, so, and I didn't have my headphones, so, you know, first world problems. I had to listen to the clear channel, whatever it is. Cheers. Happy Halloween. So the song comes on and it starts out with the familiar riff we all know from the B-52s. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, boom, ba boom, ba and I'm like, sweet, rock lobster. Thank you, sir. And this dude starts, like, talk rapping over it. He's like, oh, no. I woke up in my neighbor's yard. Let me introduce myself. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like every cliched thing from like a mid-2000s movie like dude where's my car like yo so wasted I put my patio furniture in my neighbor's pool I'm not as drunk as I'm not as think he says at one point in the song I'm not as think as you drunk I am um, it was the corniest yeah. shit 
I've ever heard in my life. And I found it, it was by this band called Panic. I shit you not, this is their name. Panic at the Disco. And Disco is spelled with, like, a Q. Alright, cheers, man. Thank you so much. I'm gonna, I'll put a link to it in this podcast, but it, it is just the fucking most cringe thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, other than that, um, fucking, yeah, man, I'll talk to you guys soon, hopefully with something real, or at least scripted and funny to say. Alright, peace in the least. Mwah.